Sunday Show Fight Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Carmen. Got the co-host, Aaron Downtown Brown. Hey, hey. So, uh, interesting week of football last weekend, uh, Aaron. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can address the elephant in the room now. We had did not have before we go into told you souls because they were there weren't too many told you souls this last past week for me and you. Uh, but hey, we're 100 honest. You know, you don't win every week. Uh, you miss sometimes. We still did decent, but was not our strongest performance. Uh, I don't know if it was because of all the upset bets that went through this weekend. I mean, everyone who was an underdog pretty much won. So. Yeah. Yeah, if you're on the if you're on the uh, the betting side of and you, you like taking the dogs, you probably had a good good week actually. But even that that some of those would have been tough to guess. I mean, who who would have had the Jaguars if it's in the Bills? Yeah, I mean, I I thought I thought Josh Allen was going to go off, um, but it was a different Josh Allen. It was <laughs> it was a exactly. defensive play for the freaking Jaguars. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we we definitely didn't have our strongest uh, week. Um, but overall, I'd still say we're at a probably like a 70% or higher for the year, which is still, if you're doing that you're still winning. So, yeah, still, you know, I think, I think still, still stellar for the year uh, overall, you know, it's not, we, I think it was just week two and last week that, you know, weren't our best, but Hey, even last week, we still had a couple of gems, a couple of diamonds in the rough. Um, you know, I'm kind of excited about two of my told you so's, but other than that, yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll get back on track. I feel confident in that been a good year so far so we'll get we'll get back going again yeah and i think i think it just showed us a, a valuable lesson that we should be worried if me and you agree too much exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah something's wrong if we're agreeing you know because <laughs> that last episode we agreed way too much and it uh it turned out to be uh you know the uh the icing on the cake so to speak but uh, <laughs> i get i guess i'll uh I'll, I'll kick it off with my told you shows my first told you so from last week um, is uh, Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk, right? I, I kind of said this guy's – the coach said they're going to feature him more, and, and they did. He ended up with six catches, 89 yards, and a touchdown. He had 19.70 points, and I believe he was ex- pretty cheap last week. So if you put him in your lineup, he, he probably paid dividends for the price point that you, that you, you got him for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 40 – I remember it. It, it was 4,100. Um, I used him quite a bit. So, yeah, he paid off for me on on, on the lineups I played him in. Um, hey, I think you actually even traded him to me in the league that we have in Dynasty. Uh, so, you know, it worked out in both ways. But, uh, yeah, so Ayuk, I, I think he's definitely going to get back on track. One thing to watch out is Kettle's coming back. So you never know that 49ers offense. But, yeah, good play there. Um, for me, this is, you know, this is probably my top pick of the week. You know, I called out Lamar Jackson last week. Um, he ended up being – he had a monster game. Um, he was, you know, top QB, threw for 266 yards. He ran for 120 yards, um, threw three touchdowns, and uh, and he scored 36 points. You know, huge game. Lamar, Lamar's playing uh, pretty big right now. Yeah, I mean, he might be the front runner for the MVP. Yeah, I mean, he, he probably is the front runner for the MVP. Um. So he's been looking good. I unfortunately in two out of my three leagues, I went against that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Tough, tough. Um, all right. So my number two told you so was 
How about the big blue wrecking crew, New York Giants defense? Two interceptions, one fumble recovery, a touchdown, 14 points. They looked good at home playing against the Raiders. Um, I just I, I like the matchup. I thought the Giants at home, Raiders traveling from the West Coast. It was just a recipe for the Giants who already have a, a very a good defense uh, to to highlight that. So the Giants defense, and they were another cheap, they were a cheap defense last week. So if you put them in your lineup, you're probably pretty happy with the results you got. 14 points out of them. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think I said it last week. Hey, anytime I can go against the Raiders, I'd be happy. You know, they showed up, got the win, got the W, gave uh, the Chiefs a little bit of life in that division, which they needed. And, uh, you know, I think, like I said, it might be, uh, you know, turning point of the year for a lot of, you know, a lot of teams. There's a lot of stuff going on. But, no, I like like um, I think we said it even a couple weeks ago, too. Giants are going to play tough defense all year long. That's not going away. So, um, yeah, good pick with the Giants. Um, for me, I'm also going um, my defensive pick. You know, I said as an honorable mention, I was a little hesitant last week, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm like, I had the feeling, so I'm just going to bring it to the air. Um, you know, I thought the Browns was going to come into Cleveland, get that upset. Um, you know, I knew they could get to the quarterback. They were 2,500 last week. You know, you didn't mention, hey, I'm like this cheap defense guy. Um so, yeah, um, 2,500 Browns. They had five sacks, two picks, one fumble recovery, one touchdown. They scored 18 points. It was a huge defensive uh, pick last week. Definitely cheap. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, uh, they, they can get after the QB. Yeah, I think uh, your nickname instead of downtown Brown needs to be like Boggin Basement Brown. <laughs> like, yeah. You keep hitting these uh, cheap defenses every week. And I, I thought that one was a horrible call because the Bengals just offensively just posed so many problems for so many teams. But uh, not last week. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah, they, they struggled against the Browns. The Browns look. The Browns defense looked really good. So good, good call there, AB. Um, do you want to get into the bullish buys? Do you want to explain what that means to people? Yeah, let's uh, let's get to it. Um... Yeah, so bullish buys, uh, you know, that's that's um, that's where we each say two picks of the week. Two picks we really like. You know, these are the ones that, like, we're standing by our word. Um, you know, like, you know, we said it earlier, uh, you know, last week wasn't the best. But usually, um, usually we're pretty spot on with these guys. These are the matchups that we really like uh, for one reason or another. And, um, you know, they're, they're just – we're just bullish on them. You know, they're supposed to be our surefires for the week. Um, you know, we only pick two because we don't want to, you know, keep saying a bunch of people and just give everybody, like, the same options you get to see on DraftKings. So we try to narrow it down to, like, uh, who we think is going to do the best. Um, so uh, you want to kick it off, Carmen? Yeah, uh, I'll go with uh, my number one bullish buy this week. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Zeke Elliott, right? Uh Dallas Cowboys running back. He kind of struggled a little bit last week to get going. However, the great elixir for a running back to get going is to play the Atlanta Falcons. So they're playing the Atlanta Falcons this upcoming week. Falcons are 28th in points allowed to running backs in DraftKings. Um, so I think Zeke comes back to have a monster day. I can see him going over a buck 20 couple touchdowns, maybe a couple receptions, 
and he's and he's seven thousand. So I like Zeke this week against the Falcons, one hundred percent. Yeah, I like Zeke. Um, you know, I think I had him too. I swapped him out, but um, I had him. Um, you know, yeah, I think the da- I think Cowboys got to get a bounce back game. Uh, Falcons kind of had like you know they won. You know, you can't really fo- um, you know harp on a on a team for for winning in a week, but you know they played a um, Simeon ran offense with the Saints. So first week, you know, without Winston, uh, a lot of things going on there. You can't really like look too too much into it. And hey, we talked about it at the beginning of the episode. It's any given Sunday in the NFL. So um, you know, we really start zoning in on these on these matchups. Um yeah, I like Zeke. I, I agree with you there. Uh for me, I'm also going running back. Um a little more expensive. I'm going eight thousand. I'm going Dalvin Cook. Um Dalvin Cook you know, if you caught some of that Vikings-Ravens game, he looked like he was in a top-tier form. You know, he broke off that huge run. Um, he he looked really good. You know, like he he kind of kept the Vikings, uh, you know, in that game. Um, you know, he, he picked up some really big first downs on first down. Um, you know, got the momentum going. Um, he had 17 carries, 110 yards. He didn't get a touchdown. Um, but they're playing the Chargers this week. Okay, so uh, – you know the Vikings. Yeah, I mean they're not they're not getting these wins this year, but I think honestly they're just keeping in every game just enough to like piss the other team off and the fans on the other team, um, along with the Vikings fans as well. Um, so I think Cook can have another uh, big game. Like I said, he looks like he's running great. Um, you know, Chargers aren't that great against um, the run as well. Like you know, less than middle of the pack as well. And, um, yeah, I think Cook uh, I think Cook gets some uh, scores next week. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's not – how much was Cook? 8,000? 8,000. Yeah, see, I'm not really – I don't know. I'm not that big. I mean, I, I, I'm not that big on that price for that player. Only – not that – it's not the player. Let me, let me rephrase that. It's the way I think that that game is going to end up going. Um I think I'm not sure Minnesota's defense is going to be good enough to uh, slow down the charges to a, a point uh, where they got to run the football as much. Um, I, I think I think that uh, Cook will get. I mean, he'll have a good game. I'm just not sold at eight thousand for him when you got other running backs out there that are considerably cheaper. Um, but he has looked good. I just I have a feeling the charges go up like twenty one zip early and. Then it's got to throw the ball to Jefferson and Dillon. Um, that's what that's where my concern would be. But yeah, that, that's just my take on it. But Cook Cook's a good player. I'm not going to argue the player or the skill. I just don't really necessarily like the price. I, I guess is what I'm saying. My number two uh, bullish buy is uh, I'm going Chris Godwin, 7100, coming off of the buy against uh, Washington Redskins, uh, who I've kind of picked on them all year long when it comes to wideouts and who you want to start. Uh, they're 31st in uh, points allowed to the wide receiver position in, in, uh, in fantasy. Uh, and then Godwin has been pretty much the target machine in Tampa. I mean, Evans makes, like, some big touchdown plays and, like, uh, Brown does too, but when it comes to like old reliable, which is like, you know, Brady's thing has always been finding that guy that he knows is going to catch those third down plays. It's been Godwin. I mean, he, 
the week week before the bye, he had 12 targets. Uh, the week before that, he had 10 targets. He's been double-digit targets like several times. So you got – and when he does catch a touchdown, it just makes it ridiculous because he's already going to get the yards. He's already going to get – he's already going to get the catches. So I like Godwin, 7,100. I know I've been picking on the Redskins uh, – <laughs> pass defense, but I'm going to keep picking on them because they're not really good at uh, defending the pass. So uh, I'm going Godwin 7,100 against the Redskins. Yes. I mean, it's not a bad play to, you know, pick against the Redskins. I know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to like try to get my mindset out of like, Hey, we're we're, like jinxing these teams and whatnot. But, um, you know, I don't think the Redskins out of all the games, you know, to surprise teams, I don't think they're going to surprise Brady off of a bye. I don't. I don't think there's any surprising there. Um, the one thing with God and Godwin though is, um, for me, um, yeah, I don't usually know whether to start Evans or or Godwin. You know, it's kind of like, you know, it's like the Chiefs of the past where like you don't know who's going to be the hero. Is it Tiger Kill? Is it Travis Kelsey? So is it Godwin? Is it Evans? You know, I, I guess you know Gronk is, is Gronk playing yet? He's, he's still, still he's still out, I believe. So. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, at least it's kind of like, you know, at least you don't have Gronk in there as well. Um, and I think Antonio Brown is still banged up. So it's probably not, it's not that, I'm not as scared, you know, to go with Godwin as I am in other weeks. So it's it's probably still a solid pick. Um, like I said, I just usually, I guess I don't watch enough of the Tampa Bay games to understand their offense. Cause sometimes, uh, Sometimes Godwin is like the slot guy, and sometimes he's like out wide, and they hit him deep and whatnot. So like you know, they <laughs> they confuse me, you know, as a viewer, viewer too. So like I I can't always uh, figure out which guy I want to pick, you know, Evans or, or Godwin. So sometimes I just skip them uh, and go and so, go with someone else that I feel a little more um, you know strong with. But like I said, I me mean, talking it out when you're talking about who's banged up and whatnot, Brady have to buy. I definitely like the Bucks this week for sure. Um, so it's, it's probably going to work out as a pick, but there is a little hesitation I got. Um, for me, I'm also going wide receiver, uh, kind of pricey as well. Um, 7,500. I'm going Stefan Diggs. You know, I've said his name a couple times this year. (laughs) We keep saying he hasn't had that like crazy breakout game this year. Um, you know, he, you know, Allen does look at him when he's in like, uh, distress, you know, this week and that, that, uh, you know, low, (laughs) Little profile game they just had against the Jaguars when they when it was like crunch time, Allen was like, "Okay, where's Diggs? Let me throw it him. Where's Diggs? Let me throw it him." Right, so that he was searching him out, searching him out. You know when they're trying to uh, make that fourth quarter, um, you know, push. Um, so that means like they're saying, "Hey, let's get back to what we know used to work." Um, let me let me find my main target. Let me go with Diggs. I think they're gonna try to you know start off hot and try to go with that same approach against the against the Jets next week as well. They they want to um get up on get up on the team fast, I think. So, I think that they're going to like get out the gates looking for Diggs. Uh so he was 7500 uh Stefan Diggs. Okay, good. So we're back to picking on the Jets. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I'm going away from uh the whole jigsing juju, you know, Listener, I, I'm not I'm not here to uh, uh, protect people's feelings, so I'm going to go. But you know what? Honestly, I'm not just so much picking on the Jets. I'm more – I think the Bills are going to um, turn – they got to have a turnaround game. They kind of got embarrassed last week. And uh, like I said, I think they got to – they're going to um, 
they're going to want to start off hot. And I think that, like I said, they got to go back to, you know, what they know was working. Sometimes you need those, those like reset games. So like, you just want to like overpower people with your stars. And uh, that's why I went digs. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to argue with the digs pick. I think, I think digs is good. Solid. Um, the Jets secondary is actually pretty good though. I mean, they're pretty good against the pass. Um, but you, you got to expect that the bills want a bounce back performance. So I, I like the logic there. Um, I think Diggs probably has a, a, a good game for sure. Um, all right. Uh, too deep time. So uh, too deep is kind of a, a segment where we talk about um, two defenses that we like. Um, and then we go into that a little bit, why we like them. Aaron, do you want to kick it off with uh, who you, who's your first defense since since you're the defense? Uh... <laughs> yeah, no, I've been I've been kind of lucking out this week or this year a little bit with you know with my defenses, kind of going you know trying to find those diamonds in the rough. Um, you know, this week I am going cheap again, so hopefully my streak continues. I'm going twenty six hundred, so usually like three thousand is pretty cheap. Still, you know, at least a, a pretty decent defense, but 2600 is still good buy. Um, you know, still really cheap, saves you a lot of money in the other positions. That's why I could afford Cook at 8000 Diggs at 7500 Um, So I'm going the Titans, 2600 against against uh, the Saints. Um, you know, they're – I don't know what it is. Like I said, I can't like – you know, other than I guess they got Autry that's been playing out of his mind – they're really just getting after the quarterback and uh, their, their defensive unit just has been really clicking. Sometimes you got to go with momentum and not so much like players. And, and um, you know, I, I definitely know that we called them out for not having the talent early in the year, but they're definitely showing up now. Now I don't think they're going to be like the 20 point um, team, you know, on defense where like they're going to get all these defensive touchdowns, which they just did against the Rams. Um as well, but I, I, I'm not feeling that, but I, I still think they're going to maybe get like eight to 12 points, which is like still the range what you need in DraftKings. Um, they're averaging like 7.8. So like I said, that's in that I'm, I'm hoping to be in that eight to 12 with them. Um, like, and also, um, the saints, I don't know if they start Simeon again. I mean, if they do, that's good for the Titans. You know, there's some sacks for you. If they go Hill, um, you, you said he can't throw past four feet, you know, so, uh, I, I kind of like, uh, I kind of like the odds there with, with the Titans. They're, they're just also, I got to just play the hot hand as well. Is it, do you know if it's in new Orleans or is it in, in, at Tennessee? It is actually in Tennessee. That's right. Yeah. All right. So yeah, yeah that's so, right. Uh, I want to go new Orleans. I, yeah, that's right. I remember my thinking there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause um, I was going to say, if it's at new Orleans, I'd be a little more skeptical, but. At that price, the quarterback situation in New Orleans is really bad. Mike Thomas, I think, is retiring at this point. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Michael Thomas. You want to talk about someone who just dropped off the fantasy radar. Oh, my word. Yeah. Um, he I'm went from, see- like, having the best wide receiver year, like, in all of history, pretty much, to, like, yeah. done. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, yeah, it, that's a good pick. I mean – the only thing you got to worry about with New Orleans is Kamara. He's the type of guy that could have a monster day. Um, but yeah, I, I, at twenty six hundred, is that what you said? Twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah, twenty six. Yeah, that's. 
all you really need at that price is like eight points and it's a win. You know what I mean? Right. So, and that's what I'm hoping for. You know, like I said, if they do better, that's great. Um, but yeah, I'm really, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to try to like think, I mean, last week I really thought the Browns had that chance. They, they ended up scoring that 18 points that paid off for me, but Hey, I'm, I'm looking for that eight to 12 range this week with the Titans. Yeah, I'm going, um, so I'm going chalk on defense. I'm going chalk. If people don't know what that means, um, it's, that means the favorites, right? So I'm going to kick it off, uh, as I watch tonight's Monday night football game and watch the Pittsburgh Steelers just continue to remind people how good they are on defense and how good they are at home. Uh, I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers 4,100. They're home next week again. Oh, and they're playing the Lions. Is there a worse team in the NFL than the Lions? Sadly, no. (laughs) I don't think so. So uh, that's like a recipe for – Double-digit points, Steelers 4,100, home against the Lions. I think the Steelers just have a day against them. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not going to I'm not gonna argue with you. Um, yeah, I mean, the Steelers looked a little, um, you know, homely first, you know, beginning of the year. But we're also getting to that cold weather as well. Where you know that's when it's like you know that eight, that eight, um, you know that division gets a little more uh, uh, competitive. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, the the defense hasn't really dropped off. You know, they lost Watt for like two games or whatever, so they had a little bit of vulnerability. So um, yeah, they're definitely turning it around. So yeah, no, I like uh, I like the Steelers. I'm not gonna like keep talking about it too much, so because I like them as well. All right. Um, so do you have another defense? Uh yeah, you know what's funny? Uh, my second defense is nothing, so I'm I'm gonna stick to just saying the Titans this week. You know, we usually give two deep, kind of being a lightweight this week. Uh, just just saying the one, <laughs> one defense. Um, but you know, I think that's a little bit because I I had you know I had the two defenses last week, and I said Browns honorable mention. They were the cheapest one. So I don't know, if, you know, if all the listeners like listen and went with the Browns. Uh, when that was like my gut feeling. So I'm just going to stick with my gut this week, and they're cheap. And that's another thing is I got some expensive guys in my lineup this week. I can't even go more. I can't I can't afford the Steelers in my lineup this week anyway, or, you know, anybody at that that range. So I'm just sticking with the Titans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's because you're, you're overspending for Dalvin Cook. So that's okay. – <laughs> uh, um, So, okay, my, another, my number two defense, and this one is in my lineup. Uh, I'm going uh, New England Patriots. Uh, three straight weeks with double-digit points on defense. Three straight weeks. Um, and they're home against Cleveland. People are like, oh, well, the Browns looked great last week. Yeah, they did. That's awesome. They looked great against Cincinnati. Well, let's see how well they look uh, in Foxborough, in Gillette. The Browns – Offense, the whole offense is predicated on running the football. Well, lots of luck with that. The Patriots don't allow you to really run the ball that well. And then secondly, uh, the Browns hit big plays with uh, Donald Peoples-Jones. <laughs> if there's one thing that Bill Belichick will eliminate every single time is it's what, Aaron? What's the one thing Belichick does not allow to happen? The deep – don't get beat deep. <laughs> Do not get beat deep, right? So I like the Patriots here at home. 
I know Cleveland's, you know, flying high, but I think the Patriots are going to take the wind right out of their sails. People better stop paying attention. The Patriots are quietly doing what the Patriots do. And uh, Matt Jones is is just continuously improving every week. And uh, I just think that defense is just really, really good. They're really good. Yeah, no, um, they're good. They they are definitely a top tier defense. Um, yeah, I'm not really gonna argue with them. Uh, Cleveland is playing good this year. I'm not gonna lie; it's gonna be a good AFC game. AFC is getting very competitive this year. Um, you know, it's it's really exciting to watch some of these AFC games. Um, this year, you know, kind of watch the battle for first, and you know, in divisions and the whole you know um, conference as well. So. Uh, yeah, I mean it's gonna be good. Um, I'm I'm kind of staying away from that game though, like in all well, not all the way, but as far as like predictions go, I'm not gonna make a prediction about that game. But it, I think it can be competitive. You know, that actually might be your Jarvis Landry, um, who you said a lot. You know, we kind of missed with Landry last week. I agreed with you, but they might like be locking so many things up. They might be like trying to force to Landry, you know, in that game. But you know, it just came to me. He's not one of my players I got but um after talking about it you know you never know but then again if you can't score then it's probably not a good pick either (laughs) (laughs) yeah I just thought you know if you can't afford Pittsburgh I really like the chalk this week I I like the top high-end defenses this week so if you can't afford Pittsburgh at 41 Patriots at 3400 you know that's a 700 cheaper so if you can't afford Pittsburgh at 41 then go with the Patriots but if you can afford Pittsburgh at 41, put Pittsburgh in. That's basically my my take on the defenses this week. Yeah. Hopefully we don't get another week last, like last week where I thought like the Saints was the surefire and they scored me a whole two points, you know, against Oof. the Falcons at home. Uh, when my my gut said go with the Browns, you know, the whole the whole week. And uh, you know, I don't <laughs> so yeah, I mean sometimes you gotta go with your guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Aaron, uh, you want to explain pick six? We'll get into pick sixes. Yeah, so pick six is always a fun one. Like, I'm always excited to, to do this segment with you. Last week wasn't that one wasn't as fun because we just, like, agreed. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I like that guy. I like that. I like that matchup. And, uh, and you know, in reality, we probably should have argued a little more. We usually do. Pick sixes are usually the cheap guys that we're trying to, you know, kind of um, – Say, hey, we think they're gonna, you know, we're gonna, um, they're gonna overperform and, uh, you know, good, good play for the value of their price. Um, so you wanna, you wanna kick it off? Sure, sure. I got, uh, my pick sixes, I got a quarterback, a running back, and a, a tight end, uh, this week, but uh, I'll kick it off. I'm gonna kick it off with the one I think I know you won't argue about. So we'll go with that one first. I'm going on Noah Fant. 4,300. Um, he was out last week because of COVID. He should be back this week. Uh, just keep your eyes peeled on him. If he doesn't play, then you just put in his backup. That's that's what I'm going to say. Um, but Fant at 4,300, always playing Philly, who is 32nd at uh, points allowed to tight ends in DraftKings. So let me repeat. The Philadelphia Eagles are, thir- are dead last. They allow more points to tight ends than any defense in the league. Noah Fant is probably going to have a big day, 
even if he doesn't play, for some reason he doesn't clear the COVID protocol, his backup, Alex, I can't pronounce his last name. So I'm Albert O. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just say we'll, Albert O. We'll go with Albert O. Albert O. Uh, he'll, you can plug him in there, and he'll probably have a good day. So uh, I like Fant at 4,300 against a horrible Eagles defense against tight ends. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's probably not a bad play. The only thing is that, you know, not making a little announcement, he can't be my boy anymore. You know, we had, oh, a, yeah. we had that big uh, big trade, you know, between you and I. I actually traded him to you. So he's not he's not my property anymore. So, you know, I kind of hope he uh, – he rots on your on your team right now. So uh no, a bit but you know, kind of circling back, like he is an Iowa guy. So I'm always I'm obviously gonna be like slightly homer for the for like the, the Iowa tight ends because you know they, they they're usually a pretty good breed. Uh but no fan is good. The only thing like he's so wishy washy with his health. So like if he's back to full strength and um, you know, he's practicing by like, you know, Wednesday of the week and it's probably a really good play, but if it's, if it's still like, eh, we don't know what's going on, then maybe, you know, maybe go, go away from him a little bit. Um, you know, I'm wanting to talk <laughs> cause I got it. My next pick is, uh, 4,100. I'm going to call this one the battle of the gimps. Okay. <laughs> so I got the battle of the gimps. I got option a and option B right here. All right. Oh um, boy. <laughs> so I'm going 4100. All right. 4100. I'm going Curtis Samuel. All right. He hasn't played like all year. Um, they've had he was supposed to play a little bit week five. He kind of re-aggravated his hamstring a little bit or whatever, whatever injury it was. I think it was another hamstring injury, like like half the league has right now. Um, you know, he had another, you know. Um, all the other weeks to sit out. He just came off the bye as well. They're kind of hopeful for his return. I will say definitely keep up on the status, just how I said with Fant. See if he's going to practice at all. Um, if he's not, you know, if they're trying to, like, feel it out a little bit, I got an option B for you. So, I'll, like, with my first pick six, I'm going to give you two names because I'll feel bad giving a gimp, <laughs> you know, the battle of the gimps here. Um, this isn't, like, much better uh, because this guy has been injured as well. But like I said, sometimes you got to find these guys under the radar because they're cheap. Um, so, yeah, if Samuel isn't going to be claimed as, like, playing, um, I'm going to go with Michael Gallup, all right, with the Cowboys. Uh, Gallup, you know, he was, uh, you know, they pretty he was pretty much ready to go this past week. They just didn't like the fact to get in, in the lineup since he hasn't been at practice for quite some time. So he's going to have a full week of practice this week. Uh, Cowboys are going to get back to their triple threat wide receivers. I think they'll get them back involved uh, against Atlanta in that uh, Swiss cheese defense you've talked about this year. Um, so, yeah, that's my option B. So it's definitely one just like monitor the reports, see who's the healthier option, who practices more in the week, you know, think, see which day they go back to practice and go with the healthier one. But I kind of like both coming off the of injury um for that price because they're big playmakers okay you done you're done with that i'm Stephen done <laughs> i'm done with the battle of the gimps <laughs> as Stephen a, a would say are you finished with that long soliloquy <laughs> um where do i start with these horrible picks um okay 
Curtis Samuel, I thought he retired. <laughs> I'm just being honest. He's like um, 26. Yeah, well, he, he hasn't played any football. Um, and they're playing uh, Tampa? Tampa. Yeah, okay. Curtis Samuel. I would stay away from him even if he was healthy. Um, <laughs> and then Gallup, another one. Um, they, he's the third option. He might be the fourth option uh, behind uh, Dalton Schultz. And the Falcons' run defense is 28th. Um, Zeke's going to get the ball a lot. I, I hate Gallup, too. So <laughs> I, I don't like either one of them, to be honest. I don't, you know, I, only reason I, I'm not I, – I like Gallup better than Samuel because Samuel just – he's on a crap offense and they're playing against a good defense. So I, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Um, Their and, secondary but, is not good, though. Buck's secondary kind of sucks. Yeah, well, I mean, if that's the case, then why don't you just throw the ball to Terry McLaurin? <laughs> well, see, Curtis Samuel's 4,100. Yeah, there's a reason why he's 4,100, Aaron. <laughs> oh, man, that's right. I forgot <laughs> I forgot how that quote can, uh, you know, bite you in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably not that good at football. Um, all right, so I, I guess if you got to choose out of those two um, scrubs, let's go with uh, Gallup. That's – that's the one I'll, I would least um, – I have less reservations about because um, they're, they're playing Atlanta, who I think me and you could probably suit up and maybe have a decent day against <laughs> that defense. Um, all right, so my, uh, my number two pick six is uh, as I sit here and watch the Pittsburgh Steelers Monday night football at home, play very well against a good Chicago Bears defense, which Aaron Brown has reminded me on many occasions. Uh, I'm going to go Big Ben Roethlisberger, a quarterback at home, 5,600, playing the Lions. Horrible team. I think Big Ben could have a good game. Look, at QB at 5,600, I'm not saying he's going to go out there and drop 35. What I am saying is he's going to get 20-plus, and at 5,600, that's good. So I'm going to go Big Ben 5,600 versus Detroit at home in Pittsburgh. All right. Um, You know, I kind of wanted to take, like, revenge on you here, you know, because you just kind of trashed on my last guys. But I actually like Ben. I don't have him or anything, but – I think he's going to be kind of like my Wentz pick, you know, a couple weeks back. It's, it's, It's good value. Like I said, the the Steelers are playing at home. It's getting cold. I, as much as I want to argue with you, I don't think I'm going to on this pick um, just because I kind of agree with you. Now, the only thing now, you know, it's kind of hitting me now where if uh, if it's like a Najee game and uh, they just get up on the Lions and, like, Lions don't make it competitive, like you said, it's not like it's going to be like this back and forth, you know, game where it goes down to the wire both QBs have like over 300 yards. Like that's how you like rack up a bunch of fantasy points is when like both TVs or both QBs have a game. Um, so I don't think that's going to happen. But like I, like you said, if he does score over 20, it's a good pick. But, you know, I'm kind of feeling maybe like 16 points. So 
just so I can get a little, um, you know, knock on your pick. I'm going to, I'm going to just say a little under 20, <laughs> um, but I do have a little bit of, um, you know, there's not a whole lot I'm going to argue with because, you know, they are, they are playing the Lions this year um, and, or this, and this week and it's home. And it's in Pittsburgh. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, there's a lot of variables that, you know, kind of go in his favor. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to be on that, that pick on you. Um, my number two pick, um, I'm going 4,400. Okay. R- running back 4,400, uh, for the Patriots. Okay. So I'm going Brandon Bolden here. Okay. Last week he went, um, eight rushes, 54 yards, went two for 27 in receiving. Um, you know, they kind of found their, um, you know, their versatile back here. Bolden, I feel like it's gonna, you know, he, if he, if he just has like a similar game with a touchdown, you know, a receiving touchdown, it's, it's going to be a good game. And in the Patriots, if you look at their stats this year, they're, it's mostly defense and uh, their running backs. And Matt Jones not turning the ball over, that's, you know, getting them, getting them the Ws, right? Um, but another big reason is both Damian Harris and uh, – Ramon Stevenson both had head injuries that are in concussion protocol. Um, so there's a very good chance that Bolden gets the start for the run heavy Patriots this week. So I want 4,400 uh, Bolden. Now they'll that, see that's more like it. I won't argue with that. <laughs> I think he, I think he's like kind of like the Patriots version of Cordero Patterson. Just not, just probably not as good. Like, you know what I mean? Right. He, He's he's like the new James White, I think. In right. Life, right. He's gonna be like that annoying running back that not gonna have monster games, but he's definitely not gonna have bad. His in PPR format, he's gonna have he's gonna have good games almost every week. Right. Forty four hundred. Forty four. Yeah. Yeah, you can't argue that. Um, Cleveland plays an aggressive like uh, pass rush style defense which plays into the screen game a lot. Um, you know, when you can catch – you catch guys pinning their ears back going after the quarterback and then just dump it off to the running back for, like, a nice 15-yard game. So, I'm pretty sure that's a big part of the Patriots' offensive game plan this week. So, yeah, I, I actually do like that pick, Aaron Brown. I'm not going to bash on that one. That one's good. Okay. You are capable of making good uh, pick six picks. <laughs> all right, all right. So you just got to stay away from 4,100 when you get that low. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, all right. So my, um, my last one, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're not going to like this one. I'm pretty sure no one's going to like this one. I'm going to be honest. But this is one where you say go with your gut, and I'm going with my gut on this one. I'm going Devin Singletary. Bill's running back, 4,700. Why? Two, two reasons. One, the Jets are dead last in points allowed in DraftKings to running backs. They allow more points to running backs than any team in, in the NFL. And two, every analyst you listen to today said it, and even the coach for the Bills said it, we've got to find a running game, and it can't be Josh Allen. So – all that tells me is the Jets can't stop running backs and the Bills are going to commit to the run next week. 
I think the Bills have, have, have gotten fallen a little bit too much in love with the passing game. And I think you're going to see a solid effort in running the football. And I think that Singletary at 4,700 is a risky play because of the way the Bills running game has looked. But if they're ever going to do it, it's coming off of a week where the Jaguars embarrassed them because they knew that the Bills weren't running the football. And they're going against the Jets, who are horrible against the run. So I like Singletary of 4,700 this week. Uh, let's see. Let's see. So I actually like your gut call here. And I like your logic. I'm not going to lie. I like... I, but the same, the thing is, is I've had that gut with Singletary time and time again, where I'm like, oh, maybe this is the week they're going to run the ball. Um, Singletary looks the best. I mean, I know Moss gets involved as well, but like Singletary, like it, you know, if you've watched a lot of those Bills games, he picks up those, um, you know, nice first downs. He gets like a lot of hidden good plays where like, He'll make a big, like I said, a big first down. He might, you know, it might be like second and 12 and he runs for like 14 yards, right? So, like, he gets a lot of, like, hidden stats, but, like, it's not good fantasy stats. So, like, if I'm a Bills fan, I like that idea. And he may, like, contribute or contribute to uh, them turning it around next week. I don't like it for, like, uh, a play because I can't see him blowing up for, like, 20 or 30 points like he's not going to be like your James Conner of last week where like where the heck did that come from last week where uh you know I, I, I don't see that blow up game which I think he's a like a big enough playmaker he could but I think the moment they do like you know he gets stuffed in the backfield they're gonna like go right back to that like backyard play again with Josh Allen uh you know we, we talked about it before like like you know strategy wise yeah you probably should do what you're saying but um you know, teams teams get stubborn. They kind of go back to what, you know, they knew used to work because they're not going to, like, make, make, like, a mid-season, like, huge change. I, I don't I don't believe. So, I don't like – I don't like the play, like, thinking um, – I mean, like I said, I'm going back and forth. I kind of like the – I like – I like your logic. I like your gut instinct on it because I like betting on those type of players to like blow up because I think he's capable of it. But I would stay away from away from him if I was everybody. Um, he's burned me too many times. Um, so I'm going cheap with my last pick. You know, he said, "Hey, stay away from 4100." I'm going even cheaper. Okay, <laughs> so my last pick six is a, a three thousand dollar tight end. You know, it kind of goes against your rule. You said it at the beginning of the year, um, you know, stick with like a Kelsey or a Waller. Don't waste your time, you know, trying to find these diamond in the roughs. You know, it's worked for me in the past, I, you know, here and there. Um, but I kind of like, even though it kind of goes against my, my too deep pick with the Titans, kind of like Adam Troutman. All right. So the Saints, like I said, whoever they play at quarterback, you know, kind of the same logic that we said with Bolden with the, the Patriots. Um, you know, the Titans are going to be, like, coming out of, coming after the Saints, right? So kind of that same logic is, yeah, you can dump it off to the running back or you can, like, quickly get it to your tight end. Um, you know, it's not giving enough time for the wide receivers to make a play. Um, you know, Troutman had seven targets 
uh, last week. He had a, uh, you know, they tried to find him in for a two-point con- conversion. You know, sometimes I look at that where, yeah, it's not a touchdown look, but, you know, if they're going, if they're trying to go for two and they go for uh, a guy, it means like, that means they got a couple plays dialed up for that guy to, in the red zone. So um, I kind of like Troutman here. Hopefully, um, you know, he turns a couple grabs into that red zone look is what I'm looking for is a touchdown. Although I do understand if he doesn't score, it's probably not going to be a, a crazy huge week. But I'm I'm really hoping he grabs a touchdown and, and you know, maybe like six or seven. Well, maybe like, yeah, I'm going to say like six receptions is like where, where I'm at with Troutman. There's there's a reason why he's three thousand, Aaron. <laughs> um, I don't I don't like the Troutman pick. I mean, I, I like the value because if he gets a, if he gets one catch for one yard and one touchdown, it works out. So I mean, there's there's value in it at three thousand. Um, just to sidetrack real quick, Big Ben just threw another touchdown. Um, yeah, he hit uh, Phil Muth for his second touchdown of the day. That tight end is looking like a He's going to be something special over there in Pittsburgh. Um, but, uh, I mean, like I said, at 3,000, it's like a great roll of the dice because you really don't need much out of them in order to, to hit on that pick, you know. I just – if they are going to face a pressure-heavy defense and they are throwing the quick ball, <laughs> it's going to Kamara. <laughs> That's – who's getting the ball is the is Alvin Kamara. Um, but like you said, you don't, you really don't need much. And if he does get six catches, then it's going to be well worth the 3000. I mean, you realistically at that price, all you need is, like I said, one catch, one yard, one touchdown. I mean, that's that in itself is like 11 points. I mean, seven, eight points, which is more than enough for $3,000. Yeah. No, it's like one of those gambles where, you know, I like to put a couple lineups together. I'm like gambling to try to, now, I want to win. I go a couple different routes where, like, I'm trying to make a lineup where I I can win like the top prize, right? Like that that million dollar um, prize, and you got to get lucky, right? So you got to like kind of feel out a couple. Um, you got to kind of like go with the story you think could possibly work. Um, that's what happens when you got those expensive guys in your lineup as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. But uh, like I said, I, I saw enough. Uh, from it, and like I said, uh, Hill can't throw it. Simeon, they both can't stretch the ball down the field, so that screams tight end or Kamara. You're right, it's gonna go to Kamara, but they can't throw it him every single play, so um, that's why I, you know, that's why I'm picking Trauma. He, he had seven looks last week, so I'm rolling the dice, like you say. All right, all right. Um, okay, well, before we get into the under the lights, uh, I want to do an honorable mention. I do have another, uh, potential pick six uh, guy. He's actually in my lineup. Uh, my lineup's like right in the middle of the road uh, with a lot of my price points. Um, but I'm going uh, Javante Williams as an honorable mention. Uh, he looked really good last week. And um, he's only 5,000. And Denver's at home. And they're playing against the Eagles, who have given up the 25th most points to running backs in DraftKings. So if you're looking for another guy, let's say you don't like uh, – uh, one of our pick sixes. I'm saying go with uh, Devontae Williams. I think that's a good value play at five thousand. So I threw, threw that out there as an honorable mention. I uh, that one I actually don't like at all because that's that's one where I think he's expensive again. 
where he's a talented player. I think like Melvin Gordon uh, takes too many carries away from him. But yeah, granted, he did have a great week last week, but that even like makes it worse for his value this week at five thousand. He's like sub five thousand. I'd say like it's a decent play, um, but I kind of don't like it. And then also the Eagles—they're like so wishy-washy. Like they might show up one week, um, get a get a win. You know, they put put up a, a forty burger and uh, you know, um, kind of kind of let everyone down in in Philadelphia, including our victory beer uh, sponsor here. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know if I like. Um, Williams, he's too risky for me. I mean, he is a good player. I like him. I, I like. I really like him as a player. Um, but I think it's too risky. Okay. All right. Well, disregard what Aaron said and just trust me, Javante Williams. <laughs> he he ran for over a hundred last week, and uh, that's splitting touches. And right. the Eagles Eagles are not good at stopping running backs from scoring points. Well, it was kind of obvious though, like because Gordon ran for eighty. As well, yeah. so I mean, like they ran for like two hundred. I think we both we we could have been Williams and uh, Gordon last week, like you said. Could probably yeah. put up uh, some yards against Cowboys. No one saw that coming. No one saw that coming. I mean, no. The Cowboys defenses. Cowboys defenses. Uh, I will say this though, while we're picking on the Cowboys, because it's just one of my favorite things to do. Um, I you know Diggs. Everyone was so quick to call Diggs the second. You know, the second coming of uh, Deion Sanders or Charles Woodson or whatever great cornerback they want to throw out there. And then Belichick burns him with a double move, if you don't remember, a couple of weeks ago. And then now every team in the league is taking double move shots on him because they know he's aggressive. So, yeah. Diggs, now, I mean, if you want a kind of a, a fun fantasy play is uh, look who the Cowboys are playing and find out, you know, who's their speed guy on their opposite digs Ooh. and roll the, roll the dice on that guy getting a touchdown. Because, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Diggs is now, it's like three weeks in a row, he's been burned on big, big touchdowns. And what so, did his uh, brother say? His brother, like, exposed him oh, as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> Stefan. Stefan was like, he knows what would happen if we play each other. Stefan's like, he already knows what time it is. <laughs> so, uh, uh, it's kind of, but I'm just saying it might be like a, something to look into every week as we're looking at DraftKings. Is like he's a good corner, don't get me wrong, but he's he keeps getting beat on these double moves deep. So uh, I mean, the Patrick smoked him on that play um, for Denver. So like, uh, I, I, it's not. It might be something to look at, you know, because if there's a cheap guy out there that can get a bomb for a touchdown, it's it might be fun to to play with that a little bit in, in DraftKings. So you're going to stop paying attention to who, who Dallas is playing and uh, who their speed guy is and see, see what, see how that works out for me. Yeah. All right, Aaron, under the lights. So uh, we had a, a couple choices. Uh, typically uh, under the lights game is like a primetime game. It's a game that, you know, it's a Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night. We decide which game we think has the best, uh, appeal to it, and uh, we typically want to have a game that you know has got a good enough amount of guys that we can choose from because um, we're going to give you a captain pick. We'll talk game flow, and then at the end, we'll do a buy the book segment, which will be something that we think we should bet on. Um, so, under the lights, we had a, options for uh, Baltimore, Miami Thursday night, 
that one's kind of a one-sided affair, and you know, there's not a whole lot to choose from. Even though Baltimore is really good, I mean, they don't really have a lot of good, like, sexy guys to pick either for fantasy purposes. I mean, they got Lamar Jackson and like Mark Andrews. Right. I mean, not, you know what I mean? There's not really not a lot <laughs> with Baltimore. Um, and their and defense like, sometimes. And their defense <laughs> sometimes. But like, so we skipped that one. It really came down to the Rams uh, Niners, which is a division rival game, or the Chiefs Raiders, right? Um, so we went Chiefs Raiders uh, because, as you pointed out, Aaron, this is, I mean, that's the tightest division in football right now. I mean, you got the Chargers up top. And then you've got everyone else literally right behind them. You know, all, all, all the teams have uh, five wins, I believe it is. So yeah, I think they're all yeah they're all tied with five. I think it's just like half games back because of the bye situation. So yeah, um, we went we went uh, Chiefs Raiders, Mister Brown. Yeah, I mean the the Kansas City Chiefs or the the Raiders. <laughs> uh, yeah, Raiders. I should have said. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for all the like first time listeners that, that are joined, I'm obviously like a Chiefs fan. Um, here, so yeah, it's a fun game, but we we generally like to pick like the most exciting game of the week, a fun one with captains modes because it's you know. Um, what do you say with enough meat on the bones, right? So, like, I think both teams definitely got a lot of meat on their bones uh, here between the both lineups. Um, you know, they it's it's usually a pretty exciting matchup, right? Even when you're not competing for first, um, it's always a fun rivalry game, you know, dating back um, and, and you know in history and whatnot. But then, yeah, I mean, it just mar- you know turns it up a notch when it is battling for first. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, I think it's going to be a, I think it's still going to be a good one to watch. Um, the over under is 52 points. Uh, they do have the chiefs as the, as the away team, but they are favored by three. So that is still saying, um, pretty close game, but they are favoring the away team by three points in this game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we can talk game flow real quick on this one. I look, I'm not, I'm not picking on the Chiefs, Aaron. I'm not. But that offense has not looked the same. Patrick Mahomes is week in, week out, getting harassed. Their offensive line is struggling, brother. They are having a hard time keeping Mahomes, even against Jordan Love and the Packers. You would think like that would be like the perfect get right game. I mean, they did not look impressive at all. Again, the, several times Mahomes got hit, several times he got sacked. I would be worried if I was a Chiefs fan and what I've been seeing out of the quarterback and the offensive line, to be honest. I would be worried. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, it has definitely been like um you know, up and down season, mostly down, actually, mostly a down season as a as a Chiefs fan. The cool thing is, yeah, like the Chiefs was that like overpowering offense. Teams are like learning kind of a little bit how to play against them. You know, they're they're back in their safeties, like 30 yards down the down from the line of scrimmage or whatnot playing. You know, they're not getting beat deep. Um, but the cool thing to watch as a Chiefs fan is their defense has come together. This this happened actually the same year they they won the Super Bowl. 
about this time. They started getting healthy players back, and their uh, their defense starts uh, turning things around. Um, that's what I'm starting to get excited for again with the Chiefs. Yeah, I like how you avoided the whole entire thing. That was great. That was awesome. <laughs> no, I, really, my biggest <laughs> point is like the defense is like if you look at it, what you know they they held the Packers to seven points. Yeah, well, Jordan, 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 Jordan Love. Love. Jordan Love. I agree. I agree. Uh, but you know, week before, would w- would they would they hold hold the team to like? Um, oh, although we played the Giants, another horrible offense. Played the Giants. Okay, all right. So <laughs> you still need you still need uh, teams to uh, get that confidence back, get get that swagger back, right? Biggest thing is like Charvarius <laughs> Ward is back, and uh, he doesn't let. That's a funny thing is if you look at uh, like pro football focus, I don't know why they haven't focused on that guy. He literally has been a shutdown cornerback since he's came to the league. Is the moment he comes back into the starting lineup, not even Devontae Adams has a big game against him. I don't care if it's Jordan Love. Devontae Adams is still like the best wide receiver in the league. So, um, I mean, that kind of goes into like kind of what I'm thinking here. Um, you know, if we want to get in the captains, but um i'll just go ahead and say it is like you know we talked about going you know sometimes you go value here i'm gonna go with the route like nobody is gonna think about you know because car can put up a lot of points they've had a lot of those back and forth games but um i kind of i'm kind of thinking chiefs defense is my captain this week oh my word well i mean you danced around the fact that mahomes is getting killed every week i like how you ignored that um He's uh, and now we're going with the Chiefs' defense based off the fact that Jordan Love, who looked horrible, by the way, um, and the Giants, who are horrible on offense. So you're going with the Chiefs' defense in Las Vegas. I like that, Brent. Yep. You are you're drinking the home. You are on the home of sauce, my friend. That I'm is on it, man. <laughs> All right, so I'll go into my. Now, so my captain pick, I was I was torn between two guys, both on the Raiders. Uh, I mean, two things, both on the Raiders, right? One of them uh, is the Raiders' defense. Why? I just said the Chiefs can't block. Has anyone watched this kid Crosby play? Whew, that guy is a high energy, get after the quarterback, does not stop, go, go, go. He's one of the fun guys to watch in the league. Chiefs, Raiders, whatever. As a fan of football, you love watching guys like that play. That guy's intensity is awesome. So I was I was gonna go Raiders defense. I like them at home, but the Chiefs still have too many weapons on offense uh, to pick the Raiders defense. So my captain pick is Darren Waller. Well, there's a couple reasons behind that, and that would be. Um, Team uh, tight ends against the Chiefs averaged about six catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown. That's that's the average. Um, tight ends against the Chiefs in six games have had five or more targets. All that is a recipe. That's And that's not Darren Waller, who we already know is an elite tight end, right, who we already know that the, 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 the Raiders force-feed him the ball. So, and we know that the Chiefs' defense is a sieve. I, I don't care how good they did against Jordan Love, who looked like he doesn't belong in the NFL. He looked shell-shocked. And then against 
the Giants, who as a Giants fan, I can openly tell you, we have like no offense. So I will go Darren Waller, and I I just I hope that Sorensen ends up playing on that guy. Oh my God, he's gonna have a day. He's gonna have a day. So I'm going Darren Waller as my captain pick. Yeah, that's actually that's the funny thing is like I will take everything back if I see. Sorensen in the game like I am the most anti-Sorensen fan in the world where it's so funny like he's not even starting now they realize he sucks and they're they're starting Thornhill which has actually been playing extremely great um and like the one play he was in he gave up the, the only touchdown to the Packers on a blown missed tackle and coverage he missed the coverage and a missed tackle, so they got to stop playing that guy. Um, they they definitely have other guys that need to that, that they can play over him. Um, but no, like the reason why I'm going Chiefs defense is because I yeah, I mean you you talked about it. Um, I want to get the the offensive guy, the offensive playmakers in the game. Um, Raiders still don't have anybody in the secondary that can guard Tyreek or even for that matter um, Kelsey either. It's another one where I don't know if you get both of them in. Um, I would actually probably say I'd flip-flop back to Tyreek again this week. Last week was kind of Kelsey. Um, but they don't have a corner that can guard um, Tyreek. Uh, so I like I want to get him in the game. I want to get Pat in the game. I'll put Waller. So I'll, instead of getting Kelsey in there, I'll probably get Tyreek and Waller. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's the route I'm going I like uh, I like the Chiefs. Um, I like the Chiefs. Obviously, this week I'm never gonna pick the Raiders over the Chiefs. <laughs> uh, but even more so that I mean their their defense is coming alive. I don't care what anybody says. They they just got um, they just got uh, Melvin Ingram. Uh, traded him right before the deadline. He's a good add to the pass rush as well. Um, I mean, you're kind of seeing it. They they are getting after the quarterback back much better. And like I said, I still stand by my word where when uh, Traverius Ward is healthy and in the lineup, he is. Now that, you know, you knocked on digs. Ward doesn't get the picks. Ward is up there as in shutdown corners in the league. Yeah. And they I lost think... rugs too. I mean, they, they lost rugs. So they only have Waller and Renfro. Yeah, I mean, look, if, if, even if the Chiefs defense has a good game this week, I'm still not going to give them credit. They, they're not playing a juggernaut on offense. The Raiders are not a juggernaut offense. <clears throat> the J, the Raiders, you got to stop Walla and Jacobs. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, yeah, I agree. So I still don't think that the Chiefs defense is there. I mean, you want to – if the Chiefs defense want to impress me, let's see them play against a real offense and see how they do. Like, let's, yeah. see, them play the, let's see them play the Rams or the Bucks, And then we'll talk about whether or not the defense has made improvements. But, I mean yeah. – Good point. I, I mean, yeah, I, definitely a good point. I definitely have seen them improve. Uh, I mean, we don't have to, like, zero down only on the Chiefs. But, like, looking at the game, too, it is a big game. Going back to it being a huge game. Um, I mean, the the Raiders, yeah, they're they're playing with that fill in coach. I mean, we they did great the the first week without Gruden, but I don't know what you know it's much on the line if um, you know if uh, a a Gruden less team can really you know stick it out 
this year and really make a, a huge run for the playoffs. I think um, I think the luck's going to start running out because it sort, sort of already did against the Giants. They had a lot of chances against the Giants. I mean, yeah, the Giants kind of played good, but also the Raiders played very bad as well. Yeah, I mean, but see, that's one thing I can say is the Giants actually do have a good defense, Aaron. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> You're hoping for a good defense, and I'm hoping for a good offense. We're flip-flop. We're flip-flop yeah. right. flip on the, that. If we can merge, yeah, let's the, two merge teams, the teams. There we, we go. might actually have a Super Bowl contender. <laughs> um, but, I mean, there is like – we're still kind of avoiding the elephant in the room. And, Aaron, I do not remember Pat Mahomes getting hit as much as he's gotten hit this year. And Tyreek Hill, yes. those, those big plays down the field, they're not there. Why? Why they're not burning people deep is because he doesn't have time. As fast as Hill is, and he's the fastest in the NFL, you still need a little bit of time to get those plays down the field. And Mahomes has kind of been getting hit a lot. Yeah. He's well, at least for like he, he, I don't think he gets like knocked around too much, but he definitely gets hurried and off of his feet and rushes to his right too much. Um, so I, I do agree with you there. I mean, but you got to remember, though, like the guy was just he was still QB one like two weeks ago. So it's not like he wasn't putting up points all year long. Um, but he has. I agree. I mean, they're, I'm not going to stand by them, to, you know, by saying, yeah, they they're they're still looking great. They've not looked great. I do. They definitely got a lot of holes, but there's enough talent and on the team and with the coaching staff that I still have no problem thinking they're going to turn around i mean shoot the bills just lost to the darn uh jaguars i mean this stuff happens in the nfl these days that's why you know it's any given sunday um you know the chiefs also started off the, the year with like the hardest teams in the nfl or like one of the hardest schedules right i mean deservingly so they went to the super bowl last year um so yeah when you're playing like top town all year sometimes it's hard to figure yourselves out you got to like it's it's nice when you play a couple like teams to like uh beat up on a little bit um so yeah i mean the packers game should have been that game they beat beat you know beat them up which they didn't so yeah i mean there's still some concern for sure but um i think there's still enough talent on the chiefs that in that division i know it's tight but i don't think it's as close in that i think the chargers are the closest to competing for first in that division than uh, anyone else other than the Chiefs. I think Broncos kind of put on a front, and so do the Raiders. Uh, they put on a front as well. I think the Chargers is actually the best team. Um, Chargers and Chiefs are the best two in that division, I think. See, I think you're disregarding the defenses. That's what I think. That's what I think. I think you forget that Denver and Oakland actually are pretty good defenses. And yeah. the Chargers are not that good on defense, and neither are the Chiefs. So I think I think you I think you like the offense and not so much defense. But I'll tell you what, how this game's gonna go. I mean, the Chiefs should win the football game, but I'll tell you what, if Crosby starts off early getting after Patrick Mahomes, it could be a long day in the office. Because that guy's a beast. That guy's I watched that guy and I'm like, like I said, I'm a fo- football fan. As a football fan, I watch that guy play, and I'm like, whew, that kid's motor doesn't stop. He's, oh, yeah. Uh, he's, he's fun to watch. He is just fun to watch. Yeah. I wasn't enjoying it too much when he was, like, smacking on Danny Dimes. But, like, he, that, guy's got, that guy's got a motor. He's, he's yeah. Fun. 
No, I agree. I'm like, he's definitely like a Raider type player. <laughs> you know, like if you think yeah. of any like like Raider NFL players, like Crosby definitely fits the bill. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. Like he's definitely fun to watch in that respect. Um, but, yeah, no, I think, I think um, it, you know, it's still go- a good game to watch and for us to pick on the captains. Um, yeah, I, I like Wall- your pick. I like your pick with Waller. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs have had trouble this year gar- uh, guarding the the tight ends. Uh, like I said, I think change are, things are really changing getting Ward back. So if he can lock down, if he can play one-on-one coverage with their wideout, with whoever it's going to be, it makes it so much easier for a linebacker and Matthew to uh, guard Waller, right? So, like, that's that's the key of getting Ward back is, like, they have enough confidence. Like, just put him on whoever. And then, yeah, double-team Waller. And, you know, that should be the strategy, but, you know, you never know. I mean, I'm not in the, I'm not an FL coach, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see how it plays out. But, I, I mean – that's not saying Waller doesn't have a good game too. I mean, I, I like I said, I might put, I'll probably put him in my lineup too because they're going to be looking for him for sure. Especially if the Chiefs get hot and and do score, like they they're going to have to pass, and Waller's their best threat. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to try to get Waller. I'm definitely getting Waller in there, but it's going to cost me. Obviously, he might be like the. Let me think in my head. You got Mahomes will be one, Tyree Kill, Kelsey will be two. And then Waller. Waller's probably – yeah, but I would say Waller might be number five on the list yeah. of pricing. You know what I mean? So he's going to cost me, so I'm going to have to get cheap somewhere. Um, it, this could be one of those uh, throw uh, Zay Jones in there and and rely on the fact that the Chiefs can't play defense. That might be what I'm going with. Yeah. But, uh, Zay, Zay Jones might be a good call. Like you said, like you might not be there like – number one wide receiver they're worrying about. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so I, I, I guess we can go to the, by the book segment. Now we kind of talked captain game flow. You think the chiefs are going to win. Um, I'm, I'm up in the air on this one. I'm going to be honest. I don't, I don't know who's going to win this football game. It, I'll put it this way. If the chiefs go up early 14 zip or something like that, then I, I think the chiefs win. If, the Chiefs struggle early and like Crosby and the defense is getting after Pat Mahomes and the Raiders just run the football with Jacobs. I think the Raiders can win this football game. So yeah. I'm, I'm like a coin flip on it. I tend to on coin flip games. I tend to go with the home team. So I guess I'm going to go Raiders. Um, I'll take the points and I'll go Raiders. Yeah. You know, I was actually probably going to say the points too with the Raiders um, as much as I hate to say it. The Chiefs have been really bad covering when they're the favorites. Like, honestly, for like the last like I don't know year and a half or so, right? Where um they let teams that actually, <laughs> you know what? Whenever they're favored, it's been like that for the last like close to like five to six years. <laughs> they let teams get in it. You don't see a whole lot of even on like when the Chiefs were at their best the last three, four years, like they're, they still didn't always like blow teams away. They let teams back in it for some reason. So, I mean, it is close. It is a three point spread. Um, So yeah, I mean, the Raiders is a, um, that's probably, you know, it's probably good to go, good, go to with the points with the Raiders there. Um, For me, 
it's going to be fun for me to say this, but I'm going to try to say the under. I'm going to actually root. This is like more, I don't know if I'm like, I don't, I'm not saying like betters out there, like go hammer this bet. But for me as a fan, I think, cause yeah, I don't usually like betting on the, like the chiefs, like on, on a winning outcome, but like, I like this game as a Chiefs fan to try to bet the under um, because I am kind of pulling for their pull their pulling for their defense to turn it around. Um, so for me, it's going to be fun to say um, take the under 52, which probably won't hit. <laughs> it probably will be the over. So like, like I'm kind of like probably opposite of what, how it's going to go, but I, as the fandom, so like probably don't maybe go opposite of me, like take the over just because I'm saying the under, but I want the under to hit, so I'm probably gonna bet it. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, I'll tell you what, if the under hits, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, if, if the under hits, if the under hits, that yeah. is not the so type of, you know what, that's not the type of game that the Chiefs won. Here we go. That means- here we go. So let so so what we need to happen is uh, combine our picks. Take the the Raiders to cover and take the under. Raiders and the under. There we Raiders go. Raiders and the under. There you go. <laughs> Raiders and the under. That that's where we're going. Uh, I, my bet, another bet I would like, and I don't know what it is because it's too early. But uh, whatever the receptions is from Walla, it's probably like six. I'm guessing. Yeah. I would I would bet the over on that. I would bet the over. Teams tight ends average average six catches a, a, a game versus the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, even if it was Adam Troutman, I mean, I'd probably take the over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Wall, and Wall is an elite tight end, so yeah, that's and probably the, a safe one. That's another one I would like. I'm I, I'm not saying like you say bet the house, but I would I'd probably bet a good amount on Walla receptions for yeah. sure. Yeah, listen, I mean, like. The Chiefs are, like, the scariest team this year to bet on. I mean, unless, like, you're a Raiders fan and, like, you're, like, enjoying every game of the Chiefs this year. Like, for for betters, I mean, and, and unless you got on it early, we're like, wow, Chiefs aren't the same this year, and you st- kept betting against them for the other teams to cover. Um, that's probably, like, helping you out. Um, but I know they burned a lot of people, like, uh, early on in the season with some of these games they lost. Um but yeah, like probably for like the Chiefs haters out there, they're probably liking it. But yeah, it's like not been fun to bet anything on the Chiefs, like anything in the game regarding the Chiefs. You if you want the over, it's not hitting. You're betting the Chiefs to cover, it's not hitting. Um, yeah, the only thing that's really hitting this year is betting the other team to cover or money line against them. So yeah, it's not been fun. But like I said, we we said it last week. Is uh, there's a whole half of the season to go. A lot of football left. We're seeing it right now. I mean, like last week is a perfect example of the NFL and how, you know, it's any given Sunday. And especially in the AFC, like you got AFC teams that are just back and forth. And who's the best team in the AFC? Like, no, nobody knows, you know, round and round, <laughs> you know, nobody knows. So um, I, it's, it's uh, I mean, honestly, I think like the Bucks are like, pretty much the number one team in the league right now, Bucks and Rams and even Rams showed vulnerability last night, um, you know, against the Titans. So, I mean, I think the Bucks are kind of on their own like Island, but his funny thing is even they lost before their bye as well. But um, it's, I, this has been a fun year, I think, you know, as far as like um, not being able to call, you know, how some of these um, records are, are, are going out. I think it's been a um, pretty, pretty cool year in that respect. 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's been kind of uh, unique. Um, but, yeah, the reason why the Bucks are the number one team is because when the playoffs start, you know who it is behind center. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> Right. That's – you can say any given Sunday on the regular season, but – when the playoffs start, you want number twelve. That's that's the reality. Yeah. So I mean, but yeah, I agree with you. It's uh, it's been an interesting year for betters. Um, even the Bills. The Bills are another team that have just been killing betters. Like, right? Heavy favorites against Tennessee. They've lost that game. Heavy favorites against Jaguars. They lost that game. So, right. Hey, kind of- yeah. I mean, even the Titans, for example. Like, they look at all these teams they're beating. Like. Well, they're like major underdogs. And, and I think that the thing is, is like they started off losing the season so bad to the Arizona Cardinals. It made everybody think, oh, the Titans like sucked this year, right? Like, remember that week one? Yeah. yeah. Week one, they killed the Titans. And then it's like everybody forgot about them and they came back roaring. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool for sure. All right. So that's it. That's it. Any, right. hot takes? So, Any hot takes this hot week? Hot takes. I do have one this week. So, um, I'm going to say Stefan Diggs has his bullet game. I think he has more than uh, – I'm going to say over 140 yards. Okay, 140 Ooh. yards receiving. Um, I'm going to just say – cut it there, say he's over 140 yards, but I'm going to say 142 touchdowns to Diggs. All right, okay. I got a hot take for you too. I'm going Crosby, three sacks, one strip sack, Raiders defensive touchdown. Ooh, all right. I'll take I'll take that bet. <laughs> That's where I'm going. I think Crosby's gonna cause some problems. Uh don't forget to tune in on our Instagram. I'll record obviously we recorded this one on Monday. So uh if there's any injury updates, I'll throw it on my uh the Instagram, you know, Sunday Shorefire, and we'll update the Facebook page. Uh just don't forget to tune in and um check out Victory Beers, Taste Victory. Uh, Sour Monkey, that's uh, also local beer, right? In PA, Aaron. Yep, yep, in PA. So yeah, uh, t- yeah. T- I mean, keep following us. I mean, we said it early. You know, we we last week wasn't our best. We just still had a couple gems in there. Um, you know, stick with us because we have been overall hot this year. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, out out of uh, two out of nine weeks, seven out of nine uh, weeks this year has been pretty on fire. Even the weeks that we we're off, we still like we still had the top. I still had like the top quarterback last week. So I mean, you get you got to be bound to still uh, looking out as long as you're getting a couple of our guys that we're seeing uh, in your lineup. But yeah, um, you know, keep tuning in, keep sharing all that good stuff. All right, peace. All right.